0: Uh, good afternoon, my name is Lorna Juarez and I'm a grad student at CSUN. I'm calling to urge the board to support the um, Norfolk to Pasadena refined F1 plan. Am I am I correct? I urge because I think it will incentivize transit riders to use public transportation more and Pasadena is a popular destination. So if this proposal does go through, I would be more encouraged to utilize the line and drive less i am sure other people will agree and um, it will help fight climate change and um so i urge you to support the no to pasadena route please consider uh, passing it thank you
1: thank you how many callers do we have in queue left
2: the moment we have 11
1: okay let's go through it thank you
3: caller ending in 3173 please state your name you have 1 minute to make your comment good day committee members my name
4: is Deborah Murphy i'm an active transportation planner designer and grant writer my team prepared the rock the boulevard project which intersects colorado boulevard and eagle rock I'm also the founder of LA Walks and I chair the City of LA Pedestrian Advisory Committee. I'm speaking today with enthusiastic support for the staff recommended F1 alignment with medians, protected bike lanes, and wider sidewalks that's been developed and supported by the Eagle Rock community through extensive engagement with Metro and community-based organizations. This alternative is based on sound climate adaptation goals that supports walking, biking, and public transit that complements the existing and future land uses and activity on Colorado Boulevard. We must move past our auto-oriented path to reduce air pollution and associated negative environmental impacts to meet our climate goals. Transportation causes 40% of our greenhouse gas emissions, so we must get out of our cars, get on the bus, get on our bikes, and get on our feet to a cleaner, brighter future. There is no going back. As we know, that does not get us anywhere. Thank you very much, and please support the refined F1 alignment.
1: Thank you.
3: Caller ending in 0968. Please state your name. You have one minute to make your comment.
5: Hello. My name is Riley McIntyre. I own a home in Highland Park. It's the home, same home the author uh, John Steinbeck said was in Eagle Rock. I had a computer consulting business here until 2015. I'm a frequent transit user and would use a safer bike lane. I wish to add my support to that of most all Eagle Rock and Highland Park residents and the business owners I know in the beautiful boulevard plan and the F1 alignment. I encourage the Metro board to approve and support the implementation of this project. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you.
3: Caller ending in 5269. Please state your name. You have one minute to make a comment.
6: Uh, Good afternoon, members of the committee. My name is David Kriske representing the city of Burbank. Uh, The city supports the NOHO to Pasadena BRT project because of of its value in enhancing regional transit while supporting Burbank's goal to build 12,000 new housing units over the next 15 years. Uh, While the project supports important city and regional goals, we strongly believe that two changes should be made to the staff recommendation. Uh, We request that curb running bus lanes be changed to mixed flow on olive avenue between Buena Vista and Victory and over the olive bridge. Staff's recommendation to widen all of narrow sidewalks and push street parking into residential neighborhoods would cause unacceptable impacts to the city. We also ask that Metro ensure that Olive Avenue station be constructed as an elevated station on the Olive Avenue bridge directly above the Metrolink station. Uh, The proposed Lake Street station is an unfriendly one-third mile walk for transfer passengers. The city believes that convenient Metrolink connectivity is critical to to the success of this project. Uh, With these two changes, the city looks forward to continued partnership with Metro to develop a high-speed and high-quality BRT project that meets the city and regional transportation goals. Thank you. Thank you, David, and thank you, Burbank. Colin,
3: user one, please state your name. You have one minute to make your comment. Thank you so much.
2: My name is Mona Field. I'm an Eagle Rock resident, referring to item 15. I think it's quite fascinating that Pasadena has always gotten mixed flow. I hear just this moment that Burbank is asking for mixed flow on a portion of Olive. And those of us who oppose Boulevard Beautiful are the ones in Eagle Rock who want mixed flow because we fear, we deeply fear the impact of a single lane on Colorado. We fear that those drivers will go to residential streets because they don't want to sit in the single lane. And I, perhaps some of you may even remember, I have served in public office uh, on the LA Community College Board for four terms. I know how difficult it is to take public comment and to make decisions. The one thing you could do that would really resolve some of the divisions in this community is to amend today's motion to specifically call for a cone demonstration immediately, so that people in Eagle Rock and anybody else who happens to drive in this area from Highland Park or Pasadena or wherever I can. can time is up.
3: To... Caller ending in two nine two five. Please state your name. You have one minute to make a comment. All right, please go ahead. All right, we'll move on to the next caller in queue, ending in 8809. Please state your name. You have one minute to make your comment. Hi, this is Laura
7: Gonzalez, and I'm a resident of Eagle Rock, if you can believe it. There's another one of us here. Um, I'm calling in of the beautiful Boulevard plan and urge you to approve the refined F1 option. I, like many other people during the pandemic, have been walking around the neighborhood a lot and I've been actively avoiding Colorado Boulevard as it is a four lane highway through our neighborhood. And the proposed plan reducing to one lane of traffic, although is an annoying thing, will also hopefully encourage drivers to stop driving which is something we need to do in order to reduce our carbon emissions. So, yes, it's annoying for drivers, but they shouldn't be driving as much anyway. In addition, the mixed flow traffic, as someone who also drives and takes public transit, I really don't like buses that are in mixed traffic because if I wanted to sit in traffic, I would just drive myself. That is why I wish there was a train, but instead we have this bus-only lane with bikes, bike lanes, and a reduced lane of traffic, and I think my time's up. But
3: thank you. Thank you. Caller ending in 7765. Please state your name. You have one minute to make your comment.
8: Yes. Hello. My name is Thomas Alonga. I've been a resident here in Eagle Rock for over uh, 20 years, close to 30. And my greatest concern about the beautiful Boulevard project is that it will cause a lot of congestion here and it will offset all the Traffic onto residential areas like uh, Yosemite, Hill Drive, and Las uh, Flores, I believe. And um, the reason why uh, that is is just because people are trying to avoid the 134 freeway when, that's really, um, when that gets really bad. I've been, uh, I, I have a lot of experience driving through uh, certain sections within Colorado, and I've seen all the sort of conditions that affect traffic flow. So um, either we can. Put on the 134 freeway, or have a mixed flow of traffic, and um, yes, my my concerns within a uh, public safety as well. So I just hope that this project would help accommodate that. And then also, um, public transporta- for public transportation, I have a great concern for like uh, safety, just because my some of my friends who have taken it have been harassed, and me as an Asian American is susceptible to um, that sort of harm just because of the current climate.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Your call. ending
3: in 0109, please state your name, you have one minute to make a comment.
5: Hi, my name is Mike Sweeney, I'm an EO Rock homeowner, a transit rider, and I've been part of the Beautiful Boulevard Coalition, so for all the reasons people have said, I'm here to speak in favor of the modified F1. I wanna thank the staff, and I think that the, that the board of Metro needs to back up their staff on this. For five years we've had outreach on this project, and each, each round of it, it the, the outreach has improved, gotten a broader base of people, and we've and it's reached more people, and the project has, has benefited from that. This project is one of the first projects Metro is going to be doing primarily without a right-of-way of its own, and so being able to work with the, work with the, the cities is going to be really critical. And I think what's been lost in this is the, pro, the modified F1, what it does very, very well is it provides benefits to everybody. Whether you're trans, it provides benefits to transit riders, it provides benefits to bike riders, it provides benefits safety benefits to, to to other people, and I think that you need you know the focus on traffic in multiple lanes is is does not provide benefits to most of those people. You, if Metro is going to be working in our city, it needs to make our city better, our neighborhood stronger and more resilient, and part of that is by making places better for everybody. And I think I will say. <laughs>
3: All right, move on to the next caller, ending in 1630. Please state your name. You have one minute to make your comment.
9: Hi, my name is Suzanne Smith. I'm a resident of Eagle Rock um, for close to 20 years now. I live about one block off of Colorado. I am at an age where I am starting to look at alternatives to driving, um, and I am very much looking forward to being able to take the um, to take a bus that won't stop as often, that will take me to Pasadena, that will take me to Glendale, and perhaps even to North Hollywood to pick up the Orange Line or the um, the Red Line. And I am really I appreciate so many of our residents who have taken time to um, to pull together a plan that addresses many of the concerns that my neighbors have issues, some of which I think are very valid. Um, So I would really encourage you to look at the modified plan that Beautiful Boulevard has put together and really improve transit for those of us who are trying not to drive, but also make it safer for pedestrians, bikers,
3: and even other drivers. Thank you. Caller ending in 2925. Please state your name. You have one minute to make a comment. Hello? Okay, caller hung up. Caller ending in 331. Please state your name. You have one minute to make a comment. Hi,
10: can you hear me?
11: Yes,
10: we yeah. can. Okay. I'm a resident of Eagle Rock, and uh, I'm like in the middle of uh, the entrance for 134, so it's very impossible for me to use the 134 freeway as the, what they've been saying, and um, I wanted to commute in a bus, but it's very impossible. I tried one time, I work night shift, and it took me two hours to come home because I didn't have a car at that time. And um, to have a, and then uh, as I worked last night, driving in two lanes, it's already uh, very congested. And putting in one, uh, just putting one lane, and I don't know what is the rush. Why do you have to, why do you have to rush this? If they can just put a cone, as what uh, everybody was saying is proposing, I think it will be very peaceable for everybody and um, to save lives, you know, because the traffic will be diverted to, to uh, residential areas. And I think it is on your hands to, uh, to decide and to,
3: to...
1: Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. While
3: ending in 0411, please state your name. You have one minute to make a comment.
12: My name is Christine Me. I'm a resident of Eagle Rock for over 30 years. So can everyone hear me? Hello?
1: Yes, we can hear you.
12: Okay, perfect. Okay, so my concern is yes, about the beautiful boulevard and um, I recently heard about it. And I understand that now, I guess like hearing everyone's comments, that there's like ongoing, this has been an ongoing dialogue. But I just feel like there's still certain people or certain residents that have not heard about this. So I'm not sure if it's because maybe we're not on social media. So it would be nice if Metro or whoever's organizing this actually um, post flyers or um, mail the residents, um, you know, what's going on. And to keep everyone in the loop because it's not fair for those that that don't have the opportunity to voice their opinions and their concerns about this project. And another thing is that I'm tired of hearing name calling about people who do live here that were NIMBY, that were white people. I'm Asian American and I'm, I have an electric vehicle and I do care about, about the environment. And I do understand too about like the equi- equity. But all we need is a study that it does, that this does support, you know, like this whole cause because it, if, if not, then it's just going to go down Thank the drain. That's all I have to say. Thank you.
3: Thank you,
11: ma'am.
3: Caller ending in 8300, please state your name, you have one minute to make a comment.
13: This is Nadine Levy-Fields. I'm a lifelong resident of Eagle Rock. I'm a current renter here. I've worked on Colorado Boulevard. Um, I've also commuted by bus to work. Um, And I really wanna express my vocal opposition to the current plan. The plan was changed considerably during the pandemic from we will use Colorado and figure out what that looks like to we will have a single lane of traffic. The people who were consulted during a time of pandemic with very limited public outreach are the organized bike lobby working with Boulevard Beautiful. And I have to say it's really disconcerting to know that this really organized group of people reached out to Oxy and community organizations and restaurant owners without telling them that the biggest outcome would be a reduction of traffic lanes. Colorado Boulevard isn't not accessible for bus riders or bike riders. It's very accessible. A lane that shares uh, the bus with regular traffic will, will work just as it will in uh, Pasadena and Glendale, which have approved that model.
3: And I really Thank you. Last caller ending in 2925. Please state your name. You have one minute to make your comment.
14: Hi, my name is Adam Stark. I live and work in Eagle Rock. Um, I, I live right across the bus stop and before and after the pandemic, I stand there and I see the empty buses all the time. The same buses that you guys so, say they need dedicated bus lanes. That's just ridiculous. Eagle Rock is one of the most beautiful communities in the nation, and Colorado Boulevard is beautiful as it is. There's nothing to do to it. Just keep the same bus lanes, bus stops, that they, they stop right there where they are. There's nothing to do. Just keep it as it is. And let's uh, do a study. And for those people claiming, I noticed a lot of people claim to ride the bus. So where are they when, I, when they pass in front of me? The buses are all empty. I think what you need to improve is your services and your safety above all. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: That was the last caller. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. That
1: was the last caller, okay. Uh, thank you everyone for taking the time to give us your comment. But we did not turn anyone away, uh, despite my initial intentions to take uh, items, to take public comment on the items as they arose. So we are we are closing a public comment at this point. And we're moving on to the next item on the non-consent calendar, which is item 12. Countywide planning major project status report.
5: Yes, I believe David Meager is going to make staff's presentation. David?
15: Uh, Yes, I'll I'll uh, I'll try to move quickly through this. It's a this is a um, a item, not a not just an information item. It's not an action item for the board. But this is our monthly report on the major pillar projects that we have, as well as some of the other projects that might have activity during this month. And So um, with the next slide, I would just want to state that uh, on the West Santa Ana branch project, uh, we've had a pretty busy month thanks to the board direction last month to uh, direct us to pursue New Starts funding. So we currently have our uh administrative final eis eir in the last month of review by the fda we're we're very hopeful they'll they'll give us permission to release the document in late june early july Um, and we are talking to them too about the entry into the new starts program as a funding opportunity for this project at the same time Um, in advance of that release we're doing some uh outreach now trying to uh let the community know that we're coming uh give them a little bit of a heads up that we're going to be coming out there um, the City Manager's TAC continues to meet, we've had uh, uh, meetings uh, with the um, Stakeholder Working Group on the 21st and the 26th, and then we're gearing up for the outreach that we'll be doing uh, in late June and early July when the, when the document comes out. Uh, the, um, the, uh, those are the major a- activities this month, and so um, I will just move on and move to the other projects um, and take questions at the end if that's okay with you. That, yes,
1: that. that's fine, David.
15: Okay, uh, then the Green Line Deterrence, uh project, uh, we have gone through all 700 comments we received during the scoping period that ended uh, March 29th. Um, we are now uh, incorporating those with our, with our environmental teams and the uh, engineering design work that's going on. We're doing a lot of coordination with third parties right now. That's with Caltrans, who uh, controls the 405 and the Hawthorne Boulevard route where we'll be working. And also... Um, with the uh, cities. Uh, we have a standing meeting with uh, the subcommittee of the Lawndale Council that we meet with on a monthly basis to address their concerns. And staff um, uh, monthly briefings are being set up in Redondo Beach and Torrance as we refine the design and start to do the environmental reviews. This summer we are looking to do some walking tours. We think it's safe, going to be safe to have small groups that we can go out into the corridors meet with some of the stakeholders along the route to get their concerns and issues addressed with our consultants who are doing the design work, environmental clearance work, and to refine the designs. And we also have included, uh, in in Longdale's request, the uh, trench segment in the area they've asked for review of that. We're going to include that in the study and we're also looking at uh, an aerial segment on Hawthorne. So each of the cities have asked for this additional uh, type of design enhancement that we will include in the studies as we go forward, evaluate the costs of those, and the, and the benefits or the, or the impacts that might uh, attribute to, to from those. Um, the next project, uh, East Side Quarter, phase two, um, the, uh, the work there is continuing in the, in the design phase right now with the cities. Uh, but again, in this case, we're starting to expand the outreach efforts um, beyond just the city staff and beyond just the um, the uh, Washington coalition, which we've had monthly. We were continuing to have monthly meetings with uh, to review the city's concerns. We are actually in, in the last month. We've actually had. Uh, Five different groups we've been out to: uh, East LA Chamber, Woodyard Boulevard Merchants, East LA Small Business Roundtable, Health Innovation Community Partnership. Um, these meetings we're going to be expanding even further, and then we're we're working through the CBO strategy to actually start outreach to the general public uh, as we go forward. Because it'll be essentially another year before we'll have the com- public comment period on the draft EIR. So we don't want to let that period be silent uh, with the public uh, when we're out there uh, doing this this work. Uh, in in our offices and in our our studios, Uh, the consultants where they're working, we want to actually have that input and outreach as we're going before we get to the public comment period. (laughs) Uh, Next project, Sepulveda Transit Corridor. Uh, A lot of activity at the board in February and March to approve the award of the PDA contracts. Those contracts are near uh, to, to, to uh, being executed, so we can authorize the two PDA firms to, uh, to start their work. Uh, the environmental teams are continuing their work. Uh, we did issue uh, a list of five environmental alternatives in a board box in April, mid-April. Uh, we put that out. We've had some uh, comments and feedback on those alternatives. These are the ones that we're proposing to take out to our scoping meetings in the fall they include the two PDA proposals that we received, the monorail and the, and the subway alternative, but they also have the variations that were uh, advocated in the alternatives analysis study one or two years ago when we had um, an option that went to UCLA, the uh, monorail option that would actually serve the UCLA campus. Uh, we also had heavy rail options that would uh, include uh, below ground segments in Sepulveda Boulevard and Van Nuys in the Valley, which uh, were not part of the PDA proposals. Uh, and finally, in the southern end of the corridor, we've we've had comments about where we connect to the uh, Purple Line and the Expo Line. Um, we currently have connections planned at uh, Wilshire and Western and at the VA Hospital for either different alternatives. We've also had requests from uh, Director Bonin that uh, Bundy was an alternative that was in the earlier studies that probably deserves uh, a look in the studies going forward as a way that that would be connecting to a future extension further south towards LAX. So we would have actually... Uh, Sepulveda Expo and Bundy Expo as two ways that the project could go forward. That wasn't proposed by any of the PDA firms, but um, it's something that as we go into scoping, we probably need to address a little bit further to see the feasibility of that uh, for, and, and the acceptability of that with regard to the design work going forward. So. Those are some of the changes, and that um, that uh, work will be going forward this summer, leading to this. And, and we uh, we do have actually. I want to make a plug for community forum that's scheduled now for June 8th. Uh, we've not been out in the public uh, in some time on this project, uh, and because of the blackout period that was occurring during the pre- round, pro- procurement phase, so this is an opportunity to get out into the community, and give them mainly a, a, an idea about the process that we're following going forward in this. A lot of uh, people who have, who have been out of the loop in terms of the community. Communication and outreach uh, need to know what, what is this PTA process? What's being studied? Uh, what do we need to know, and how to participate? So we we, uh, we certainly got a lot of participation today on Noho that has North to Pasadena. I think there's a lot of people in this corridor that want to be participants too. So we're going to be getting out there starting on June 8th for the meeting with those groups. And the last project was Noho to Pasadena. I think you've heard a lot on that already today, and it's item uh, uh, six. Sixteen, fifteen—I believe—on our agenda today. So I will not make comments on that, and let that come for a staff presentation if you choose to hear that.
1: Thank That's you. Like our comments. Thank you very much. Uh, questions or comments by committee members? Supervisor Han, and then Supervisor Solis.
16: Thank you, um, Mr. Chair. So, I, David, I had a couple of uh, just um, clarifications. One was, um, I think it indicates that there'll be community outreach for the West Santa Ana branch before the draft environmental document goes out for the 40-day comment. Is that? Did I hear that right? Um, it's it. It
15: won't be public meetings. Uh, it won't. It, it will be a, a reaching out in terms of a messaging, email blasts, maybe notices put with different groups out there. Uh, but then the thing we do want to do. This summer. So
16: you're basically uh, notifying uh, them that it's time for them to comment. Yes, exactly. That's yes. that's how you see it. Okay. Well I would uh, you know I'm sure Supervisor Solith and I both would want you to you know let us know too because we certainly have our own um, community outreach networks as well and we could probably help with that. So we'd like to coordinate that with you. Absolutely. Okay. Um and the other thing was on the green line to Torrance uh It looks like BNSF is asking for accommodations uh, to maintain their existing and future needs along the right-of-way. What's that gonna look like?
15: Um, Actually, the the meetings have been very good with with BNSF. Um, they, um, They want to maintain their current capacity out there but they're willing and flexible on how the track work could be modified to accommodate the light rail. Uh, they, have, uh, they have spur tracks that go off to some of the customers that they have in, in Mainland Torrance. They want to maintain those, and in some cases, we'll have to move those a little bit to make room for that. They have some loading and unloading of trains that they store there in the Torrance yard, uh, but they've been uh, very good to work with, and I think we're having month, generally about one month, once a month, we're refining our designs and meeting with them.
16: Most okay, them, that's good. You don't anticipate well, well, any big problems, like they would derail, no pun intended, uh, so, our timeline.
15: Um, uh, they've been working very productively with us so yeah, far. And
16: I, you, know, you can hear that phrase when we talk about our railroads, like positive meeting, working cooperatively. That's 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 new language for me. So <laughs> that's,
11: that's good news. Okay, thanks.
1: Thank you. Director Solis.
11: Yes, thank you, and I'll be brief. I just want to say, yes, uh, I agree with Supervisor Hahn that we also want to help provide any input uh, regarding public meetings or blasts and things of that nature. So we're on board. And I do want to thank David. I want to thank you and Jim Delalosa, your team, for all the work that you've done on many of these projects. And I will say that there's an opportunity upcoming. I know we just had a meeting with you all with um, with Phil Washington regarding the governor's budget. And supposedly there's a billion, 1 billion available for transportation projects that support the Olympics. I think we are in a prime position to, to be able to receive a lot of that planning, if not a majority. But I know that some of the projects that uh, we are talking about here, most of them are great with the east side extension, West Santa Ana branch. These are shovel ready. We ought to be looking at that. And then also, I, I do want to mention that the Foothill is not mentioned, but that is a project that's already been underway, but we still have a shortfall that could connect uh, conceivably the Ontario airport. And really create I think a a system that really connects uh, different counties in a time when we're going to be preparing for the Olympics so really do want to encourage staff to think out of the box on that and uh, come up with some creative ways of how we can leverage that money but um, we have a lot of shovel ready projects and some in the queue so uh, and some that I think we could really help along so let us know what we need to do as board members to help uh, push uh, in any way the governor whatever we need to do we have to come to consensus on that but thank you for, for your report, appreciate you guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions by committee, Director Biden? Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, I apologize, uh, Dave. I um, my computer froze up and I got booted off for a second, so you may have have covered this. Uh, but just a, a quick note on the Sepulveda Transit Corridor a project. I'm obviously keeping a close eye on. Glad to see that um, uh, the public engagement is is starting up again, so that the the public understands that uh, despite the sort of P3 process, we Metro are deciding what the mode is, and we Metro are deciding the alignment. I think that's very important for for people to know. Um, and I, I just want to, and this is what I'm, I'm told that you covered, but I just wanted to underscore: it's really, I think, very, very important for people um, outside of the agency and inside of the agency to understand that there has no decision been made yet on what the southern terminus of uh, phase one of this project is. Uh, my eyes are very much on the prize of an eventual phase two, getting us to LAX, and on phase one, uh, the terminus of that has not been determined whether it's, it's uh, Expo Sepulveda, Expo Bundy, that, that's up in the air and we need to make sure that we're evaluating both options as we go through this process. And I just wanted to
11: underline and capitalize in both places. Thank you.